Happy Father's Day, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Thundering Herds podcast. Got a couple of things today. Um, first, U.S. Open. We watched oh, pretty much the entire final round today, and I was so glad to see John Rahm actually win. He had his baby born two weeks ago, baby son born two weeks ago, when he was leading the Memorial Tournament, and then he tested positive for COVID and had to drop out of the tournament with a six-shot lead going into the final round. His parents and his wife's parents were in to visit with him because the baby had just been born and he had to be quarantined so he didn't get to celebrate with them then. But he wins the U.S. Open today and really wins it going away. Oosthuizen? Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen spit the bit. Rory spit the bit. And, oh, Bryson DeChambeau. He spit the bit. I have shot nine over in five holes. That was embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, that must be bad because, I mean, you're not a very good golfer. So, I mean, if, if a professional's doing that, then, I mean, that's pretty embarrassing. That that was really, really bad. And, you know, Mr. I can hit it long, I can bulk up. I I'm can a hit freak both nature. far. Yes, he thinks he's the Incredible Hulk. Well, it, it isn't working. He actually flew the green and hit somebody. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, Rory oh hit gosh. a ball sideways out of a bunker. Instead of hitting it to the hole, he hit 90 degrees and landed at the other end of the same bunker. It was embarrassing how bad some of these guys played in the final round. But there were two guys who held it together. Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen. And John Rahm. And I was so happy to see John Rahm finally break out and win a major it will not be his last. Mm-mm. He is. He has everything. He Didn't can, they say something about Oosthuizen? This is like his <clears throat> sixth tournament where he's coming second? Sixth time he's come in second. And he hasn't been playing golf for that long, has he? No, he's got to be like 37, 38 years oh, old. Oh, I, I have no idea who this he guy is. He won the U.S. Open in 2010. It oh, had okay. been almost 11 years since he won his last major. He, no, he didn't win the U.S. Open. He won the British Open, I think. The Open. Well, anyway... <clears throat> He won one, but he's choked six times. You know, but that's not bad. The golfer I absolutely love to hate, Phil Mickelson's been runner-up 11 times. So, <laughs> But he's also 50 years old. So I yeah, mean, I mean, and, and, but interesting fact Tiger we found out today. six. Yeah, but Tiger's also won like 15. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. But <clears throat> John Rahm and Phil Mickelson both are graduates of Arizona State. John Rahm in 2015 or 16? I think it was 16. And, of course, we all know Phil graduated from Arizona State in 1837. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty cool because the, these back-to-back major tournaments they've won. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. That, that is pretty good. So the Arizona State, it's not the Wildcats. It's the Sun like, Devils. Like my mother said. <laughs> Um, they're the wild. No, every those once in a while. Those every are the once in a while, she's so cute. She tries to chime in <laughs> with some sports knowledge, and yeah, most of the time, but she's hitting about five hundred, which is way better than any Texas Ranger right now. But yeah, we won't I go mean, there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Texas Rangers say that. they really suck at baseball. So I mean, so let's go to the NBA. Did you hear? Wait, what? One second about the Texas Rangers. Did you hear that? Um, freaking big guy hit a home run today. 
Big guy. Big guy. Joey. Joey hit a Joey home run. Joey hit a home run. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Blind squirrel. Rarity. Yeah, it, he, he couldn't hit water if he fell off the boat. <clears throat> oh, how I about mean, that? that guy. How about that? How can you possibly be so bad? I just can't understand. Okay, you can continue. So, before we go to the Dallas Mavericks and what Stephen A. Smith termed a complete disaster, let's look at, let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I love our boy Steve Nash. Played with Dallas Mavericks, played with Dirk, went to Phoenix, won two MVPs. One of the best point guards of all time. One of the best point guards of all time. And he had a collection of units, as you would say, with with the Nets. He had a collection of really, really great people. So how, how do the Milwaukee Bucks beat them in seven games and knock them out of the series? How'd that happen? Giannis. But Giannis, Giannis is not a finished product. Giannis. Giannis. Giannis needs to start shooting Giannis free throws probably, underhanded. Giannis is probably <clears throat> one of the best players in the league. Great defensive player. His game offensively is not polished. He it's is no, a, it's not. He is but a he's dunk. still he's still a relentless finisher. Like he's one of the best scorers inside <clears throat> that that we've seen. That's great. But you know what? What's the league now? If you can't hit a twenty-five foot jump shot when you're wide open. You got a problem, uh, I mean, and he's a star, and we've got big guys. Not, that are nobody's hitting. saying he can't shoot threes. He can't shoot free that, throws either. Uh, yeah, he can shoot three pointers. Pretty gosh darn okay. We'll have to look that up, but I think he shot around thirty percent for the year. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's pretty. It's pretty good. <clears throat> but my question is, it was, it was Middleton. Is it Middleton. doesn't. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton and your boy. And they... Who's my boy? Your boy you just talked about. Giannis. He's not my boy. And at the Kutukupu Bowl. Giannis Akumbo. But I don't know how they beat all that talent that that Brooklyn had. That's kind of embarrassing for them. This was supposed to be Brooklyn's year. That's really embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. Well, I mean, Kyrie was hurt, so... And I, I wish just because... I can't stand the Clippers. They lost game one of the series, I think it was today, to the Suns by six. And they are without Chris. Chris? Yeah, the point guard for the Suns. Chris Paul. Chris Paul, yeah. Chris Paul is not playing, I think. I'm pretty sure Kawhi Leonard's hurt. And Kawhi Leonard is hurt. <clears throat> so this is going to be an interesting series to I see. I like Kawhi. That makes me sad. Well, I don't like Kawhi. It doesn't make wow. me sad. I just don't. I need I need you to tell me specifically why you don't. Like okay, Kawhi well, he sat out his entire second half of the season went with the San Antonio Spurs, basically because he didn't like the coach and didn't like the team. And he, he it just, was not because he didn't he like the coach. He milked that. No, it wasn't. It was oh he, my god! Because he didn't like the front office. He well, did not want to play for that franchise. Either. I don't care. You know what? And then you go to Toronto and you win a championship, and then you leave. Yeah, because all I needed was a championship. Great. So Toronto loves him. They don't want to hold a grudge. When they fail in the playoffs this year, where's he going to go? You think he's going to stay with the Clippers? Yeah. You do? I think he's a mercenary. Oh, okay. I think you think he's a mercenary after winning. You think he's a mercenary after playing in San Antonio for like what 
Six years winning a championship. Okay. Go to Toronto. Go to the Clippers. Go, go to Toronto. Win the championship. Go and to leave. the Clippers. Yeah. Okay. Toronto still loves him because they got he brought them a championship. Yeah. Because they've never won anything before. Yeah. Exactly. Which is great. That's why he went there. He's to bring <clears> them a championship. He will not finish his career as a Clipper. My prediction. Okay. I can respect that. So that would be four teams in a fifteen-year career. And and that's there's how, no, how many teams did the guy that you just talked about, the, one of the best point guards of all time, play for? Uh, Chris Paul. Chris no, Paul. No, no, Steve Nash. Steve Nash played for three or four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> how many years did he play for the Dallas Mavericks? Four. Four. How many years did he play with all of his other teams? Probably ten. No, tell me specifically how many years he I played don't with know team. how many years he Why played. Why does it matter? <clears throat> it does matter. It doesn't. It's not the Dirk Adrian scenario. Adrian Beltre, how many years did he play with each team? It's not the Dirk scenario. Well, that's why Adrian Beltre will never be considered. But he played the for the greatest Ra- Ranger he played of all the time. Rangers for like eight years. I'm sorry, he doesn't even his stats with the Rangers aren't even getting him into the top ten of statistics with Ranger players of all. It doesn't matter about Ranger players. It's all of his statistics combined. I want to see some loyalty from some of these guys. I he am, played for the Rangers for like seven years. Yeah, and he played for Seattle, and he played for Boston. And he played, <laughs> and he played for the Dodgers. Do you want to see loyalty from Steve Nash? No, I don't care. Why? What? I want, Your argument makes no sense here. I want loyalty from Luca. That's what, what is, I want. Why did Luca that's go into this? That's where we're going right now is with Luca. I was never talking about I'm him. I'm going to the Mavericks You're now. so confusing. Look, I want... Your argument makes no <laughs> sense right now. That's also one of the reasons why I don't think LeBron is the greatest player of all time. Because of all the movement around. And getting bored and wanting to go somewhere else. Well, Michael Jordan didn't play for a very long time. Michael Jordan played for... The Chicago Bulls and for the Washington like Wizards. For like seven years, and then he left the league, and then he came back. Well, we don't years. want to talk about the reason why Michael left. I mean, that's in a sealed envelope somewhere in the NBA headquarters office in a safe behind a wall with a gate guarded by alligators. I mean, we will never know the real reason. There, there are hypotheses about or theories about it was a gambling issue and he needed to get away from it and there was an investigation. We don't know any of that. But Michael left. He went and dabbled and played a much harder game than basketball called baseball, hitting the round ball with a round bat. He didn't succeed at it. He didn't play terribly. He didn't play great. He played played Tim Tebow. He played double A and hit like 250. He was Tim Tebow. He hit like 250 (laughs) in... In professional baseball. Yeah, in double-A baseball, the Barons. very... And conveniently, conveniently, he was with a Chicago White Sox organization in the minor leagues. And Uh the reason because is the owner of the Bulls also owned the White Sox. So they kind of just tucked him away and hit him. But he also played, like, and he played not terribly. He wasn't great. He was never going to make it to the major leagues. No, no, he wasn't. It was something for him to do to quiet things down. Yeah. So we got way off track here. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm really confused with what the point of this is. The, the, the point of this is there aren't that many Dirks out there. There just aren't. And it's a shame. And when you, you, look, at, you look at greatest players of all time, 
I look at Magic Johnson. I look at Larry Bird. I look at Kobe I feel Bryant. Like you I look don't at Dirk. Play for the team that you don't <clears> Why play. is there no loyalty? Why is if everybody? If you don't want to play for that team anymore, then don't. I feel like that makes more sense. If you don't want to play for that team, don't play for that team. If you have the opportunities to leave, if you don't want to play for them, why don't you? Can can you not? As soon as you get unhappy, like James Harden, you just pout and demand to be traded, and you end up in in Brooklyn. Sure. Really? Is if that you how it's supposed leave, to be? Leave. All right. That's what I think. Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers should be allowed to go wherever he wants. He's one of the best players in the world. But he signed a huge contract, and he so, made, he made. A, I don't want to play for this team anymore. Okay. I feel like I need to leave. All right, Jackson. <laughs> All right, Jackson. Let's do this. Okay. You go to college and you play baseball. Okay, sure, All right. whatever. All right. And you are drafted in your junior year by the Oakland A's. You decide to return to college for your senior year. The very next year, you're drafted by the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. You decide to go play independent baseball because it, and and you decide to go play independent baseball because you don't want to play for the Oakland A's, so you don't have any options. So you end up going to Korea and you end up going to Japan. Do. All right, it was just this is just a scenario. So you finally come back to the major leagues, and you get you get signed by the Texas Rangers. You're playing for the Texas Rangers, and at the All Star break, they go Jackson, thank you for your time. They say we got a buyer for you. We got we got you're going to get more playing time. We're trading you to the Oakland A's. Okay. What are you going to do? Play for the. You've A's. already denied playing for them twice because you didn't want to go there. Now, you are property of a major league team. You've signed a contract. They own your rights. They have the right to stay. What what <coughs> can I do? <laughs> I would just play for that team. That's right. So my question is this: I have no <coughs> power. Because I'm a rookie in the major leagues. I understand. But these players who are happen to be the best players in the league, like <clears throat> Nolan Arenado, okay. he left. He left Colorado where they had an option for him to stay. He left Colorado. He left Colorado why? Because they were never going to be any good. They, okay. He wanted to leave. And he went to St. Louis. He had served his time. Did he sign a fresh contract? Was he, he had owed? the option. Okay. Well, then he's got the option. The thing, the Aaron Rodgers argument, the James Harden argument, the the Garnett argument when he decided not to not to sign with Golden State and take off on his own, is all right. Maybe Garnett's not right because maybe Garnett's contract was up, but Harden had signed a huge contract with the Rockets. Aaron Rodgers has signed a huge contract with the Packers. Those teams have built their entire structure around this person being there. And then you just, I, my feelings are hurt. I don't like the, the clubhouse manager. They're yeah, mean leave. to me. I want to leave. Leave. You, but you made a commitment. You so? signed a huge contract. The, league, the team should be able to do this. Okay, fine. You don't want to play for us? You will sit out. Until this entire contract is over, then you retire got, and come back. You shouldn't you be allowed have to, the option to. Shouldn't be allowed to do that. You if you, re, you know what they should change the rule to? If you retire and come back, you have to come back and honor the rest of the contract of the team that you left. You should not be able 
to completely destroy a franchise because you just don't want to play it. That's too darn bad. Then don't sign a five-year, $215 million contract and one year into it go, I don't like it here. I don't want to do this. I don't think that's fair. I think they should be able to do whatever they want. The no accountability, no responsibility. If they want to leave because they have bad circumstances there, they should be allowed to leave. Okay, so they get there and decide, oh my gosh, it's not all that great here. So after the end of the next season, they could go, well, like James Harden this year, he could go, man, we were so close, but, you know... The point guard doesn't give me the ball enough. I feel like... I'm leaving Brooklyn, and I'm going to Phoenix. I think... I think that once you've signed with a team, and you've played there for a year, you should be allowed to leave after that. I think if you sign a contract for a year, you should be able to leave at the end of it. If you sign a contract... That's what I said. No. If you sign a five-year contract, and they promise to give you all this money, and when they... Do, especially in football, okay, when or in, in NBA basketball, you get a huge signing bonus as part of this money over here. Uh-huh. So the agreement is, hey, you got this salary, we're paying you this much money, we're giving you an extra bonus for signing with us. You're going to be able to go after one year, you know what, I want to leave. You got your signing bonus in your year, you are not honoring your commitment. Why should... The, why should General managers feel bad about cutting guys and letting them go because they don't perform up to up to the level. Does that happen as much? No. Contracts run their course and teams honor the contracts and keep the players around for the entirety, especially in basketball, of their contract. And when their contract's up, then they can go somewhere else. But the players now only want to play one season, and if they don't like it there, they cry and they scream and they yell and they start talking to their buddies and they want to leave. Okay. And that's bullshit. Okay, you can think that. Okay. So, now, the next topic, it has been a pretty crazy week here in Dallas for the Mavericks. The winningest coach in the history decided that he wanted to just step down and leave. The general manager that had been here for 24 years, drafted Dirk, drafted Luka, <coughs> was no, fired. he did not draft Luka. Yes, he did. No, he drafted Trey Young and traded for him. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, fine. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But <coughs> he made the arrangements to trade for him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> but he was crazy. here for 24 years. Uh-huh. But... Since the championship year of 2011, mm-hmm. they have not advanced in the playoffs beyond first round. Yeah. So it's time for a change. It was. And it sounds to me like the coach was not getting along with Luca. Um, I don't think that's right. Well, that's kind of the rumors I was hearing on the on sports talk on the radio all week is that. They never really talked in practice, and when they talked at each other at, at the, during the game, it was usually shouting back and forth at each other. Like in game three, I think it was, of the Clippers series, when they had the huge lead. And then they lost. And then, and then Carlisle the called the timeout, and Luca comes off of the floor and is yelling at Coach Carlisle saying, why did you call a timeout? Why did you call a timeout? 
And after that timeout, the Clippers went on like a 16 to yeah. four run. Um, and that's where the entire series changed right yep. there. They had their foot on their throat. So maybe it's time for a new coach, but not having, not having um, a direction right now, the general manager and a coach makes me a little nervous, but not as nervous or as ridiculous as Stephen A. Smith this week again. Stephen A., what is your obsession with Dallas? You don't like the Cowboys. You're saying that basically what's going on here with the Mavericks is, is trash, is a dumpster fire. You know what? Keep Dallas out of your mouth, son. It's ridiculous. It is getting old. You've got Luka. You've got the foundation of a championship pedigree player right here. You're just putting pieces around him and getting the right coach. I think they're going to be fine. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I just, um, I think that anything Stephen A. Smith says, you should just not listen to ever. It's just going to make you mad. So, that's my opinion on that. I think he that's really his does. attitude. He sucks. So, we went over that last week. Oh, but he, you know, he can't keep, he can't keep the city of Dallas out of his mouth. Okay. You know, so it's I don't just, really care. It's just getting old. I don't uh, care. <clears throat> what He's else we got? Um, Kirk Sarlos was elected the new baseball coach of TCU. He was the pitching coach before um, Coach Flossnagel decided to take his talents to Texas A&M. <laughs> um, Kirk Sarlos is a very successful pitching coach. He has sent, I'm pretty sure, seven major league pitchers to the major leagues since he has come there. Two of them were drafted in the first round. So I believe that he is... Definitely going to be a good coach at this school because he has helped Schlossnagel through these last seven years he's been there. Through the last seven years that he's been there, they've been very successful, so I think he will be a very good coach. And my experiences that I've had with him, because I've met him a couple of times, he seems like a good coach, seems like a good guy. So, What do the players think? Um, After Schlossnagel left that same day, I saw one of the players, Elijah Nunez, and... A senior who just graduated, Zach Humphreys, were talking about the fact that Kirk Solo should be the new coach of TCU after this. So they believe in him. They think that he's going to be a good coach, and so I think we should too. All right. Well, I mean, what's the outlook for them next year? They. I don't think I don't think there's going to be a tremendous dip in success. I think it might be even. I think they might be even better because this year. Their defense was meh. Their offense was very good, and that's not—that's abnormal when it comes to TCU baseball. So I think a pitcher will have a more defensive mindset, and they might um, instill a more defensive game plan, a better defensive game plan for next year, so their defense will improve. Their pitching will become even better, even though they had, like, four All-American pitchers. I just—I think their offense will be— just as good, and their defense will improve. That's what I think. Have you heard any reasons why Coach Schlossnagel left? Have we heard any no, definitive I answers? No, I haven't. I honestly don't really care. I cared when he left initially, and now I just... It makes me sad, and I don't like to think about it. Because he right. was cool. He was a cool guy. I don't understand it. Well, SEC baseball. You know, that's where all the championships are coming. sucks. 
Yeah, but you know what? You look at all this Texas talent. I mean, TCU's better. Two innings away for Dallas Baptist going to the College World Series. I mean, they they were they were really close. They lost to Virginia in that in that end of the tournament game. I did not DB did not know DBU was that good this year. Well, you know, you look at Texas talent. Ranked. Look at Texas, TCU, Texas Tech, Baylor. Baylor sucked. Baylor wasn't take that them. bad. No, they were terrible. Take them out of the list. Okay, take them back. I'm pretty sure they I'm lost removing. the Big 12. I'm, I'm pretty sure they were the last team. Um, no, I think Kansas was. DBU. DBU's good. Um, was Rice any good this year? I they're didn't all, see They're Rice. traditionally good program. I didn't see Rice in there. Um, who else? It was another Texas school. But the Texas schools also provide players to Louisiana, Ain't to Oklahoma. Nationally, I mean, there's a wealth. Oklahoma State was good. There's a lot of talent Louisiana in State was Texas good. for baseball. Not just football, baseball. So, I mean, there's a good chance that A&M's baseball team will improve. I mean, let's let's be honest here. He's the winningest coach in TCU history. And he took him to the College World Series how many times? The three or four? I think it was six. And they lost... No, College World Series. He took the College World Series three times. <coughs> they made the the playoff or whatever it's called. Super uh, Regional? No, a Regional. They made it to the to the Regionals like seven times. It's pretty pretty unbelievable. And they was it who was it against that they lost the College World Series? Was it South Carolina? Um, I think it was either South Carolina or Coastal Carolina. Yeah, one of the two, but God, we were so close. Yeah, we were really close. And we beat A&M to make, make it to the College World Series. Yeah. That was a very good game. I don't know what the tie is there with Schlossnagel and A&M, but they've got, they've got some pretty good coaches now. they got I a good football so. coach. they got a good baseball coach. Well, anyway, anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, this will conclude Episode 7. Of the Thundering Herd Podcast. Happy Father's Day. Happy Folly.